I've been knowing you for some while. That's true. And you've always had a tinkling of soul. Every day I, I try to describe soul. Maybe you mm -hmm. could hum eight bars of what soul represents. It's a it's a party of of men. <laughs> party of four men today. Sausage party. It's a sausage party. Um, Chris, you're here again. I am. Good Jack. to be back. Jack. Among the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, Jason's here once again. Hello. And uh, published writer on McSweeney. I just almost published something today. We'll get into it. <laughs> Darren. Can't wait to tell you. Darren of Circa. C-E-R-C-A. So we are going to be hanging out with the men. <clears throat> Hope that's okay with you. Uh, we have some songs by women, and we have Eric. Yeah. Boom. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Well, folks, we can start the show, I suppose. You know, Spotify has those lyrics for that song. You could click on lyrics. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to that song with you for, I don't know, 15, 15 years. years. Yeah. The lyrics are pretty cool. <laughs> Today, I'm pretty um, intense. Happy birthday, Mafiga. Mafiga, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mafiga. Mafiga. That's mm. the name of the album, uh, Happy Birthday, right? Yeah, Happy Birthday is the name of the Have album. Have you ever revealed the name of that s s band, song, artist on, this, on the air? For the intro? Yeah. Mode Selector. But I mean, has that, does anybody know? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's Mode Selector. Yeah. It's a jam. It's, uh, it's our theme song now. Yeah makes it very hard to listen to in regular life settings because cool. it just makes me think of the show i'm all jazz on it because i went on a, a drive to a couple hours drive and i listened to a bunch of mode selector and played this one a few times in a row oh yeah pretty solid in the middle of a mix yeah i love that you can still uh dance to it while it's playing it each week that oh you yeah. do that those moves it never gets old for me yeah when did you first hear it do you remember on what, uh, what two zero 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 set I first <laughs> discovered it um, the year. because of, uh, you know how we were talking last time I saw you about how you discover artists through artists you love sometimes? Mm, yeah. This was one of those uh, tangents off of um, Radiohead music taste. 
so Radiohead introduced me to this band, and uh, and I like them quite a bit. They're fucking crazy. Listen to this shit. This could have been our intro. Yeah, I see. This album's from 2007, so. Yeah. So. That seems like a huge tangent from Radiohead, right? Yeah. Well, I guess Tom did whatever he did with them, right? He collaborated with them on that album. Pretty good jam called The White Flash. Mm-hmm. I saw a photo of him from 1994 today. Of Tom York? Yeah. He looked so innocent, didn't he? Uh, he looked demented. <laughs> you should see him now. He was doing that real... Do you remember in the early indie rock days, people used to like squat a lot and they used to put <laughs> yeah. their cardigan sweater over their hands and yeah. just look as yeah. weird and insect-like yeah. as possible? Yeah. What the fuck was going on? It was like feeble. Chris did it. Chris is doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on there? Why was that went out of fashion, did it? Well, just that real like <laughs> like I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. I'm a creep. Mm-hmm. I'm a weirdo. Like yeah, that was not just Radiohead. That was like Chris and Radiohead and other, <laughs> and people at my college that were just like wormy. They were trying to be as wormy mm-hmm. as possible. It was emo, wasn't it? Was that what you called it? It was like the first wave of whatever that was. First wave of emo. Yeah, it was. I'm as uncomfortable as humanly possible. Mm. And it will change as we get older and develop and evolve. Oh, so. Thought. He looked demented anyway. He did. Good and singer. Yeah. And, you know, creep kind of embodies that yeah. whole boom sweater vibe yeah. quite perfectly mm-hmm. to, a, to a fault, I guess. I wonder how he was with the ladies during that phase. I think he was with his partner. Oh, really? Yeah. Probably for the best. Yeah, probably for the best. I do wonder if he would have been a <laughs> ladies' man. <laughs> he could have flipped that switch and been like a pickup artist when he wasn't uh, all squirreling around. He thinks he's hot stuff now, I think. Yeah. You get that eye fixed yet? Nope. No, still doing the one eye uh, <laughs> halfway. Oof. <laughs> well, I thought that was just... You might be listening. You know? <laughs> I thought that was an affect. So I didn't know if that was real or not. No, it's yeah, real. I think oh, he, wow. He's leaning into that, yeah. <laughs> Published writer. <laughs> Published writer. Darren, <laughs> yeah, accomplished musician. Mm-hmm. I got a st- I got a story about writing. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's get into it right away. Are you sure it's right now's the right time? Uh, right, yeah. right <laughs> out the gates. We haven't talked to you in a little while. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. Trying to think of something uh, to share, but um, Chris and I met at the co-working space. Right. The Bond Collective, as Chris pointed out, no one ever bonds, and there's no collective spirit at all. <laughs> nice. It's, it's dead quiet. Everybody's has no etiquette at fucking all everybody leaves their dishes out no everybody takes phone calls out in the main room Mm. it's just bad etiquette and so today a guy started up a phone call right in front of me two feet away started up a business call and a personal call and you know it's happened enough times that i had to i just worked up the courage for about 10 seconds didn't take that long the anger came out to approach him well i just leaned in oh and i said can you take that to the phone room good or, or I said something like, <laughs> shut and the fuck <laughs> up man and he was like what and i said uh i said can you can you use a phone room for that mm-hmm. and um there was this this hesitation and he was taken off guard so he he started to gather his shit and get up but like the the gist was that I wasn't getting enough work done. That was like, when you say that to someone, the implication is that you can't concentrate. <laughs> right. Right. Sure. 
but I had, o- I had barely only worked two hours today. What I was working on at the time, I was writing a, a spec script for Sex in the City. Oh, good. I was writing an imaginary... <laughs> <laughs> I had 30 minutes to kill. I sat down at work, and I was like, I got this idea. I got to write it out, you know? Got this idea for a script. It's only so. eight paragraphs, but the gist is that uh, it's Sex in the City in outer space. It's 20 years from now. Oh. There's a new epidemic that comes... All the ladies are geriatric at this point, hobbling around Manhattan. Perfect. Getting laid from time to time, still, against all odds. In outer space. No, in Manhattan. And then, and then a new pandemic starts. So New York is just it's in panic. But they have space pods that they can get in at this point if you're rich. Uh-huh. So all the girls get into a space pod. Um <laughs> this is what I was working on when I told this guy to get the f- get out of my face. Yeah, and you so I was trying to focus. You packed that all into eight paragraphs. Well, I don't know who in this room knows it, but you know Chucky from uh, the 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 horror. Yeah, little little child's little play. Little Chuck. person. Tri- Chucky's in the new Sex in the City. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. There's you know why, right? I didn't even know there was a new Sex in the City. Well, in 2018, but, yeah. do you remember when a Chucky was running around the subways, freaking people out? I saw it on. Uh, that. What is the city? Is, uh, subway face. creatures. Yeah. I saw it on there. There was a short person dressed up as Chucky, wow. menacing people on the subway for nice. weeks. It was in the New York Post, of course. That's front page. Um, so it shows up in the new Sex in the City where he's menacing Miranda. Nice. She hits him in the head with a textbook, Oof. and they have a they have a fight. Um, I love that you're. Uh, you're finding this this newfound <laughs> love for Sex in the City. <laughs> it's uh, it is grotesque on all fronts, but I do weirdly enjoy it. it w- the last time I saw you, you were uh, obsessed with Sex in the City at the time. And well, online now, obviously, <laughs> yeah. it's gotten worse. We've, we've moved well past it. Well, and I I deleted <laughs> the dating apps off of my phone, <coughs> so I was trying to learn new apps. I never had used Reddit before, and so it was a new thing, and it was confusing to me at first, and it's stupidly simple, obviously. You pick stuff you like, and you flutter. And you mentioned you were reading something on Reddit about sex in the city, mm-hmm. and then I thought, oh, doesn't that mean that you have to proactively go in and like click follow sex in the city? No, you can just read. Really? Yeah. However, I joined it. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And the reason I joined it is so I could submit my spec script for Sex in the City in Outer Space today. Oh. And it got deleted within 60 seconds. From who deletes it? How's it well, I don't know how this works. The admins at Sex in oh, the City wow. uh, Reddit group. Okay. You've been canceled already. I got canceled twice. They I didn't even read it. No, they didn't. Re- I mean, <laughs> they, <laughs> didn't even they didn't appreciate it. We could get what Eric to read it live on the air. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's Oops, not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I got deleted, but I have a copy. I saved the copy just in case. Well, if you want to yeah. email it to me, uh, I'd be happy to Smart. recite it <laughs> right here, live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I, mean, I want to hear it right now. Right. So that's how things have been going on. It's, it's the kind yeah. of uh, narrative arc that the phrase jumped the shark was invented <laughs> for, isn't mm. it? Because I'm reminded, uh, didn't the Muppets evolve into doing pigs in space? Well, that I went Miss right Piggy. to that in my head, yeah. Is that right? That was the inspiration was Jason and Freddy. Jason from Friday the 13th went to space. Leprechaun went to outer space. Oh, the leprechaun. Mm. Right. So Chucky went to space, mm. I, potentially. 
his breakout role, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, seminal. Those just sounded all like words, but <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well. Horror films. <laughs> Horrible. Leprechaun? You never saw Leprechaun? Yep. Remember you remember the one? conceit of Leprechaun? No. He was a murderous, he was on a murderous rampage, and the only way to stop him was to take off your shoes and throw them at him. Because oh, nice. he was compelled to cobble them. He had to cobble them. He had to stop what he was doing. So Jennifer Aniston throws her high heels at him when he's trying to murder her. <laughs> and uh, he's because he's a, you know. He's a compelled cobbler. Yeah, he's a cobbler. Yeah. Yeah, because leprechauns are meant to be lucky, aren't they? He sounds like he was unlucky. Unlucky in love. To meet him. Yeah. What happens next then with this synopsis? I'm going to take it to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. There's so many spoilers I want to give away, but I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But that's the gist. Oh, what I like about it, it brings together uh, some of the quintessential aspects of the late 20th century, Manhattan and cupcakes and sex in the city, <laughs> with the emerging narrative of the 21st century with the escape race that we've talked about mm-hmm. on the show before mm-hmm. with... You know the billionaires escaping into space. Exactly. And thinking space about what, so what next if the if the planet is, is as fucked as it appears to be? Which, so I think it's got I think it's got legs. Well, the, the inspiration was because they use green screens on the new Sex in the City to make it look like the surrealistic Manhattan. Helicopters mm. flying around and weird. Uh, you know, you can tell when something's green screened, right? Mm-hmm. It looks fake. They use that on the new Sex in the City. Like it looks weird. Nice. You notice it. When is it yeah. meant to be set? current day but like they go into chelsea and they try to show lower manhattan where there's like helicopters flying around mm-hmm. and boats coming in but it's like yeah very green screened and that whole apartment is green screen so i was like just take it to the next level and green screen it in outer space let the girls uh fly around in a space pod mm. i'd watch it i want tarantino mm. to make an outer space movie mm. do you remember when he was going to play john brown that freed the slaves Mm-mm. No, he was gonna be the white guy that. Well, yeah, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Your support keeps us going. That's right, folks. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna chime in three times this hour. We're we're really doing at a minimum. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. So I think we, I think you should send it to me, and we'll have him recite it. Yeah, <coughs> I think that that would be really fun. Set to circa in the background, um, but we'll play a song first, maybe. Song comes to us straight from Chris. Mm. It was in your list of songs that you liked most in the year two thousand twenty twenty one. Last year, yeah. I 2021. I've been, I've, been, I've been having that kind of hesitation yeah. thinking about the years. Yeah, I don't think last I said year. it right. Songs off the best albums of last year. Mm-hmm. And this one, I uh, I like it. It's called Not West. The Not West. They're very good. Mm. I thought that they had kind of gone off and retired. Been around for some time, haven't they? Yeah. It's kind of a banger. Here we go. Radio Free Brooklyn, folks. My name's Kevin. And I'm Eric. And this is The Daily Echo. There's a line that's drawn from you. 
bear with me. Wow. <laughs> what, is it, what does it mean? I think he's getting ready to read. Oh, uh, okay. This is uh, a recital of what does this have a title working title uh it's called what well, you see it there in quotes right the current series is called and just like that but this is called <laughs> sex in the city in outer space bear with <laughs> me bear with me okay instead of just half-assing it with the green screen effects Michael Patrick King goes all the way and hires industrial light and magic to consult on the newest series it would come out 20 years from now and be called like, and even more like that. Or something. At this point the girls are just hobbling around Manhattan in geriatric shoes, trying to make the best of it. Maybe getting laid occasionally. Maybe getting laid occasionally. But, there's a new and even more dangerous global pandemic now and it's headed for NYC. By this time, the rich and or infirm have access to space pods. Carrie and the girls buy a luxury pod and get the hell out of town. With advanced green screen effects, we get a very, sir, realistic outer space environment for the girls to float around in. Oh, they're f actually in space. Just floating around. They're not like going through space to another planet. Right. It's just in they're space. They're trapped in space. Oh. Trapped in space. Trapped in space. That could be in the title. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think you should mostly green sit screen. around all day yeah. in their pod, drinking space cocktails and talking about how much they hate their exes, but also how much they miss their exes. Mr. Big's body and brain have been reanimated with new life-giving technology, <laughs> but he is in a different pod altogether with his cigar-smoking buddies. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Details. Yeah. In any case. Just like with Leprechaun in Space and Friday the 13th in Space, this would be more along the lines of a horror genre. Because danger is lurking, not aliens. Although occasionally you see see aliens floating by their pod, waving their tentacles. <laughs> what Didn't we have them. instead is Chucky in Space. Chucky in Space. Yeah. Chucky has been clinging to the outside of their pod this whole his time. He followed the girls out of NYC when he realized he might get his rematch with Miranda ever since she brained him with a book in the subway tunnel all those years ago. He's not done, and Miranda isn't done with him. <laughs> Almost done. All that is just in the first episode. Oh, I wow. don't oh, want yeah. to give away the rest, but as a spoiler I will say that Samantha lives on the moon now for some reason. Would you watch if, this? Would you watch this? I was going to ask if that was like the arc of, this, of the season, the, the fight between them. and was just the first episode. first episode is leading up to a rematch. Yeah. That's pilot, isn't that? I would watch that. Yeah. Is that and it ends with, would you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> the director. <laughs> it ends with, would you watch this? <laughs> would you watch this? <laughs> well, we just listened to, you know, a minute of it. Might as well watch it. Seems compelling. Mm -hmm. I've got a, I've got a subheading <laughs> for the title, which would be in parentheses, maybe. But you know how Carrie is thinking often as she's typing, and and just like that, mm. in space, no one can hear you dream. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> would you Would you watch that? That sounds great to me, yeah. Absolutely. 
Sounds like a parody, though. It's, you know, it, it, it shouldn't take it too seriously, should we? I don't think anyone took Friday the 13th in space too seriously. No. You know? Probably get Mel Brooks involved. So it, yeah. It's got to be satirical, hasn't it? I mean, uh, a whole new generation <laughs> of young women might want to be in space now. For Darren, this is very straightforward. <laughs> it's a natural <laughs> extension of the new series. Yeah. This is very straightforward. Where else would it go? Yeah. It's the natural it's progression. It's just like, if you want to introduce some green... F- you know, screen effects, what would happen? That's what this is. It would start looking like a Michael Bay film or whatever, mm-hmm. but you take it one step further. Take it to the... Trapped in space. Yeah. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, <laughs> independent, listener-supported radio. Love it. Love it, I love it, I love it. <clears throat> this is the second show in a, two weeks in a row where I have not been drinking any booze. Or smoking any cigarettes. Ding. So, so that's good news. Ding. How's it feel? He's playing the maracas. Feels fine. Man. I'm playing the maracas. You're drinking. Right. It feels fine. <coughs> it. Uh, I liked the way it felt better last week. Mm. This week it feels fine. Last week I felt like I was uh, flying. It was amazing. Yeah. What's that's the nice. uh, What's the future plan? for all that drinking, smoking. Um, there are in, well, smoking I hope to never do again. Oh, please that, don't. That kind of future. Drinking, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I like drinking. It's hard to give up. Smoking's terrible. Smoking's terrible. Anyway. <coughs> but, anyway, it feels good. So there's that. And uh, it turns out I like Reddit. Yeah, how did that come about again? You're just looking for a place. You needed a new app. I needed I needed new things to fumble around with if I was going to get off the dating apps. <clears throat> and so I got Instapaper going again. Good. Loaded it up with a bunch of articles. <clears throat> and then I downloaded Reddit. Followed Daredevil. Comic book stuff. And uh, soccer stuff. Howard Stern these things I kind of like the format I could see how it would be a really fun way to read stuff it's like Twitter only bigger yeah and you rank stuff so the good stuff's up at the top I think it's people I joined it like last summer and I didn't realize how many people are there's like people that are 14 that are posting there yeah occasionally it'll pop up somebody will be talking about their parents are in the next room or whatever (laughs) it's a weird feeling yeah it's pretty amazing though I'm loving it. And I look at cat photos. Yeah? <laughs> of <laughs> other cats than not your cats? M- more cats than my own, yeah. Oh. It's, huh. it's uh, the things you do with the internet. Oh. Actually, there's a community called Unpopular Opinion on there, which is something we talked about this summer. What's your most unpopular opinion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The seatbelts. Yeah. Well, there's a hot thread on there now. Unpopular Opinion. I'll have to look and see what, if they have any good ones. It's the hottest. Well, it's like, what's the furthest you can go to come up with like a more or less fake opinion that you can take, you can have a angle on, you mm. know, that you've sort of invented a defense for yeah. something crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Talking of places to go it. on the internet, uh, I see this referenced a lot, and you might know what it is, but Substack. Mm-hmm. That the sort of thing that Kevin would be interested in. What's Substack? Exactly. That's my question. Who knows what that is? 
uh, <laughs> it's for individual writers to subscribe to their newsletter. You'd have to subscribe to a bunch. It's not like a community. Oh, uh, is that okay? Yeah, like if you like somebody's writing, you, you get it directly in your inbox, and then mm. you can pay for it. Oh, I see. I don't have very many favorite writers. Just, just Vonnegut and Darren. Mark Twain. Dead, dead ones. Do they have a newsletter? <laughs> <coughs> It's the Daily Echo, of course. Daily Echo. There's Vonnegut's. There's a new that, that was a newspaper. Yeah. How about yeah. that? I think I like Substack. I quite like the name. I like the alliteration and the the, the hard c- at the end. Yeah, I like the cut too. Yeah. You, you know what it is? It's it's yeah. out of work journalists. It's like journalism is fucking suffering more yeah. and more and more. People are getting laid off. So I think there's ex Gawker people on there. Ex everything. Mm. It's hard to yeah. be a journalist anymore. Mm. How could you compete with 14-year-old kids? <laughs> YouTubers. YouTubers. It's got to be mm. demoralizing. That's how the kids get their music reviews now, you know. Yeah, they always go YouTube. on YouTube. Can we just briefly go back to Sex in the City and Outer Space? <laughs> very oh, br- very briefly. You. Absolutely. You. I, I want to ask you... <laughs> I've got many questions, <laughs> but um, one occurred to me, which is I think you said it was set 20 years in the future. Yeah. Is that right? 2041. It'd be cool if there was like other sitcoms in New York that were floating by in other pods, like in the background, like Seinfeld went by. Jetsons. (laughs) Are they in New York? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Totally. Yeah, totally. Wait, what was the question? (laughs) 2042. Uh, Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Is that the the whole question? Yeah, why why that year? (laughs) Oh. Why that year? Uh, you know, everybody says 20 years in the future is just like this catch-all, like, it's the near future, it's but it's not, it's not so far in the future. Uh, it's exactly score, 20 folks. years from now. Like, him, Her, did you ever see that movie with... Uh, her? Yeah. With uh, with my man? Yeah. <laughs> with your man and... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix? That, that was in the near future, right? You remember it looked like it was sort of present day? Yeah. Just with different pants. Yeah, everybody yeah, wore their pants, pants up high. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading this week, uh, 2022, which I believe is this year. This is, so. yeah. Yeah, we checked that uh, out earlier. There was the year that Soylent Green was set. Do you remember that? <coughs> terrifying film from 1973 with Charlton mm. Heston. That took place in 2022? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't want to say too much about the oh, go part ahead. of that. So people might want to watch it. No, I don't want to spoil it. It's That's okay. cool. You guys spoiled that movie for me last week. Why not just do it again? <laughs> but it was it was some dystopian future <laughs> from 1973, as if to say, imagine that in 2022. That's so far into the future that we'll all be doing this. And uh, and in, in order to solve the uh, global food crisis, multinational corporations invest in harvesting humans for food. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! And oh. a big reveal towards, the end, of, towards the end of the movie. You're supposed to say spoiler alert, and then you say <laughs> the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought you gave me a green light to describe what, what actually happened. But yeah, it's really powerful. I remember watching that until what would it be about 12 years old, and just thinking, "Wow, 2022—that's a long way away." Yeah. What was yeah. the height of sci-fi? 40s and 50s. Mm. Or thereabouts. Depends how you're defining height. Well, when it really started to peak as like a genre, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're all talking about roughly now. Yeah, right? I, and I think mm. it was slightly later than that, wasn't it? The convergence of two things would be my take on it, retrospectively. As far as the height or where they're talking? About the so many movies were coming out mm. in the early, early, late 50s, early 60s, I would say. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, uh, yeah, what do you think about this uh, theory? Two things. Uh, one was that it was there were metaphors really for the Cold War, a lot of and, that, and uh, uh, nuclear Armageddon. And then secondly, it was all about the space race mm-hmm. and the U.S. versus the USSR in relation to who's going to be the first in space, who's going to be the first on the moon. Did you so watch? That was about. That's about that. I think. Two, Did you two, watch three. First and Last Men? Oh, the movie that was 1939. Did you watch it? No. Did you watch it yet? From last <laughs> week. Yet. <laughs> it's yeah. been out for almost 100 years. <laughs> well, the the book was. Yeah. This is yeah, the Johansson music track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that, about it. When I played. But that's a uh, right. Just you know, I want to. throwback. Whatever. Stitching so, it together cool. with the last just episode. Just, just, so I'm using a device here called Throwback. <laughs> 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 but anyway, no. Uh, yeah, so but that, so height-wise, like movie-wise, maybe it was later, but there was a lot of writing post World War One, even like it, it, right when the Industrial Revolution hit. I would say mm. is when all that like really jogged the the thinking on science. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to present four amazing bands at an outstanding local venue for an evening of <laughs> rocking music. But enough about Join that. us on Friday, <laughs> January 28th at 7.30 for a night with 7th grade girl fight, dirt bikes, cryo child and castle black at none other than Ridgewood's own Bar Frida, 801 Seneca Avenue. Tickets are $10 and can be purchased at the venue. Proof of vaccination is required for entry as per New York City law. What did we learn, folks? Is it an event where you can get free COVID soon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for $10. $10. Oh, $10. $10. But no, everyone should go. It's very cool. They're a great sponsor or something like that. It is uh, <laughs> It's at a venue, oh, the yeah. local venue. It's probably in Brooklyn, I bet. Bar Frida? Maybe. Yeah, I've heard of that. Something about like uh, mud wrestling. January twenty eighth. We're hyping a show. Just yeah, some concert. I'm into it. Hmm. We should go. I feel like that's a an inside job here. Yeah, right. Like I don't think we've hyped a show yet. Yeah, we've done like medieval times in New Jersey or whatever that mm-hmm. one was. That was like a whole craft fair, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a craft fair. What do you mean by an inside job? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's not. Well, well. <coughs> so we got third place <laughs> on the radio station last month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good enough. That's a good one for that. Um, and then I woke up at like 3 a.m. and like glanced at my phone that morning, and the executive director of the entire oh. radio station started following uh, the radio our radio show's Instagram handle. And you, you let us know, and I, my response was going to be, well, whether it's good or bad, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, uh, But so I'm inclined to not answer your question about Inside Job. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have the attention of the big, the big wigs again, which is just so funny to me. We would have been kicked off of this radio network so long ago if we weren't in the top ten. No doubt in my mind. Top three. Top three. I mean, on a slow month, uh, December was. <laughs> and we still did well. So. So maybe Eric could say something again. Eric. <laughs> and I'm Eric. <laughs> hey, buddy. Boom. <laughs> 
Radio Free Brooklyn. All right. That's what we're going to get. That's so it's uh, uh, three that hour? Yeah. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free, Radio Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, my name is Kevin. And I'm Eric. This is the Daily Echo. Oh
are back, folks. <laughs> hey. We are back. We are the Daily Echo, and we are on Radio, Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio, Radio Free, Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <sighs> Let's see. But yeah, so 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 I was in abandoned college, right? And nice to carry your equipment. We were pretty lame. <laughs> Admittedly, you used to carry equipment. I mean, your your signature song was Paradise City. That was uh, that was the <laughs> you know it was a closer. I right. mean, uh, that was the best song. <laughs> what were you called? What was the band called, Kevin? Four times gone, number four. It was so fun. Obviously, <laughs> F O U R, <laughs> so bad, and. Uh, and we were bad, but what we did do uh, some we mean. We did some mean uh, Led Zeppelin covers. Oh we yeah, did Misty Mountain Hop, and the Ocean. Oh, lovely! And those ones we kind of killed and it. Well, so I didn't mean anything, but Paradise City. You guys killed <laughs> Paradise City. Yeah, you have to admit that. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, Magic awesome. Magic Man I by uh, Heart. I did like the Zeppelin stuff. We did a good one of that. Yes. Yeah. What did you play? I played uh, rhythm guitar originally, and then eventually I was lead guitar, and the lead guitar player switched over to bass. Oh, those are not easy songs to play lead guitar necessarily. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, most of those were, the Zeppelin were mostly when I was on rhythm guitar. I thought you were going to say on Ritalin. <laughs> <laughs> you're on, you're on Ebo. You can like write off the whole experience <laughs> to Ritalin, like I don't remember shit. Cool. Yeah, it's all a blur. We'll and backing vocals too, presumably. Oh yeah. Nope, I didn't sing. Oh, didn't you? Not mm-hmm. in this band, because Andrea and Grant were well, the Grant singing did it, duo. Grant did it, yeah. But so this band, we were pretty lame, but we were kind of hip compared to the coolest band in town. The coolest band in town was this really lame band named Copper Sales. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where would you? Yeah, let me go away for that. S A L E S, like selling rather than all the shit. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's what sales. I thought you meant. What about um, Polyphonic? Where would they kind of lay in to that fold if you had to describe them? Polyphonic? They were wannabes of us. Wow. They were. Except they had Karanja. Yeah, they had Karanja, but they were wannabes. Yeah. Just saying. I don't know if I don't even know if they're on uh, if they're yeah. on this thing. I was hoping to play some copper sales. This band was so fucking lame. There's no way there's anything <coughs> out there about them. They they wanted to be uh, the police, you know, yeah. with Bounds. Sting, the band police, <laughs> and they were super lame. And I was on a walk the other day here in Red Hook, at the age 41. You know, this was back when I was 22. Not even. And uh, and I saw the guitar player just jogging past me with his uh, with his little shit kicking dog like tied to his waist. Yeah. Oh, he's tying dogs to his waist. Now? Tied to his waist. <coughs> <laughs> and I instantly recognized him. <laughs> yeah. But I pretended like I didn't know him. John. What, what his name's John. What does a dog look like? Just this little, like white. Yeah, yeah, like a little white foofy. Little white foof. Yeah. Oh, so he's like some woman's bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and like the only thing he could do is go on a run to like 
get relief tied up on his waist has to take the dog in order to be allowed to go out it was so this weird rough it was this so weird he was he was like the rock star of the town in blacksburg in like 20 or 2002 mm-hmm. and now we're in the same neighborhood pretending like we don't know each other why is that why don't you why are you pretending you don't know each other because <laughs> i'm too cool for him <laughs> Was he threatened and insecure? Right? Yeah, I think he's threatened. Was he back then as well? Yes. That the case? Yeah. Remember when we said we would say, uh, Darren, we, when we when we would be complimenting a band we didn't oh. like so much, and you'd say you have great tone. <laughs> the ultimate backhanded compliment. <laughs> this was the band that I used great tone with the most. Did you ever say you guys look like you were having fun up there? <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> the ultimate. That's so good. <laughs> What do you got over there? Oh, we just had a caller text in. You should check it out. Oh, good. Boomer. I forgot that dude. Boomer, yeah. yeah. Boomer is uh, the singer. His name this was Boomer. Hilarious. Anyway, I saw this guy, and I thought that was interesting. Maybe it's not great for you the radio. You think 20 years later, there's any hope for some kind of rapprochement? No. <laughs> is, that, is that like a peace offering? Yeah. <laughs> what is he it called? Ju- he could have just said peace offering. <laughs> Le Rapprochement, like kind of, it's the outcome of a peace process. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any hope of that. But um, a lot of coincidence, though. This is amazing. Yeah, it was a wild coincidence. Are you saying he was a rock star because he played in a band, or he was just like the big guy in town? Well, there's no such thing. Blacksburg was pretty lame at that period, and so there weren't even a lot of bands, and they were like the band that would play all the frat parties and just mm-hmm. play all the hits yeah, that the frat things. wanted to hear. Sp- and then they'd sprinkle in some police songs that they wanted to play because that was their jam. Do you, uh, do you remember the band Everything that was from James Madison, and they played at Tech and they played at UVA? No. Everything. They had a song called Who's Got the Hooch? Who's what? Got the Hooch? <laughs> the ring any that bells? One? Yeah, 1997. Something about hooch. You got the hooch. Yeah. The ring any bells? I was still in uh, high school. You can hear songs in high school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the radio. You can't <laughs> drink hooch. So. That I was my the hooch excuse. song. You remember it? Yeah, you got the hooch. Yeah. Baby. I, s- <laughs> I said, "Who's got the hooch?" Which is like Something a like classic that. old man mistake. <laughs> I got it like 90% right. Did I, I don't know if I'm right. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Pride of Virginia. Who's got the hooch? So no prospect, Kevin, of getting the band back together? No. No. Not opening up for them. Two bands back together. Not opening up for them ever again. Never. Uh, I wonder if he still plays music. I remember at one point he had a Budweiser guitar. They were sponsored by Budweiser. They still have an album on um, Amazon. Oh, really? There's one review and there's one remaining in stock. One review. (laughs) by his mom well I always hear from people that grew up in the tri-state area that it's like the most normal thing in the world to just run across someone from high school walking down the street in New York yeah which from those of us that are not from this area that seems like a million in one shot that you'd see somebody in your neighborhood yeah like my arch nemesis right right (laughs) but for people around here it's not that weird escalated quickly listen to (laughs) their description on Amazon classic rock meets college rock with the Christian ethic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Brutal. <laughs> oh, 
Is that a bad review or a good review? That's their description of their. That's their description of themselves. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. They did all the work for us that we don't have to make fun of it. Oh, my goodness. They did it themselves. They're they're currently attending Virginia Tech, apparently. Yes, I bumped into that guy. I was delighted. I I had Chris's question. Is it S A L E S? S A I L. Sales. Oh, it really is. I wasn't. I was. Because that's the less logical one. Yeah. No, it's based, I think it's based on a uh, statue in Re- in Richmond. Oh. I thought it was like butter, iron butterfly or Led Zeppelin. It's like a metal thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, Sales. Yeah. Yeah. Like a... That's what it is. Huh. Copper sales. Copper sales. So... We're getting requests for... To play uh, their one of their biggest hits. College Town. Oh. One of the great three-piece albums of the last few years. Actually, it's early 90s, and I'll say last few years. <laughs> it was uh, Copper Blue by Sugar. Yeah, that's right. Very yeah. happy to hear a song off that, rather than Copper Sales. <laughs> <laughs> but but it has a Christian ethic. I, mean, I don't know I how to play I didn't know it. they were a Christian, but that's weird. You guys are off the hook. I don't know how to play them. Oh, off the Red Hook. When I when I lived in uh, Florida, there was a local band called the Fatty Tea Bags, <laughs> which just was so objectionable to me when I first heard it, mm. and and ever since, <laughs> Fatty Tea Bags, I hate it. Yeah. I just hate it. And so I, I, I was at a party one time, and I asked the guy, I was like, mm. "Where'd you guys get that name?" And they were like, "Well, we were making mushroom tea, and we, some of the tea bags were kind of big, and we said those are some fatty tea bags." And then they were like <laughs> just baked enough that they were like, yeah, that's, I think we'll call our you say, oh, I'll get it now. Yeah, <laughs> let's right. do it, let's do it. I think I just backpedaled out of the, <laughs> away from the party, backward, never spoke again. God, that name rose me the wrong way. I can't, I can't explain why. Right? Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> it really is. It's like exceptionally bad. Really, absolutely right. Hmm. How is it that they have no internet presence? Copper sales. How would they? I guess my old band doesn't. I mean, they played like 10 shows ever. Mm. Coppersales.com is no longer theirs. All right, I give up. <laughs> Here, let's play a little little sample to get us excited oh, yeah. for the next song. You're going to play it with Circa? Mm-hmm. Keep the Circa in the background. Here we go. Be excellent to each other. Oh, what? Bill and Ted? Fatty tea bags. Fatty tea bags. Oh, this is fatty tea bags. <laughs> All right, we're just cruising today, folks. Just cruising along. Oh, wow. Here we go. Radio Free Brooklyn. My name's Kevin. And I'm Eric. And this is the Daily Echo. And you've got the answer 
Faded star 
fried chicken has uh, a vegan option now yeah you did <laughs> no i didn't know that <laughs> i'm not gonna eat it no yeah well that makes sense but i guess i should be proud of them some way well they're just trying to you know make money make more money yeah what, what's in it do you know um nope is it saitan or tofu or something i just know it's, it's fake chicken it's beef <laughs> they swapped it out with beef. <laughs> they did a swaparoo. A swappy. Speaking of food, I told you what I was doing mm. for a living these days, right? You're no. eating for a living? <laughs> Three squares a day. Nice. Tell us. Well, I, I can't because I'm about yeah, to make maybe? fun of this, so I have to be careful with okay. what I'm going to say. Okay. I'll say it. I'm doing design for a company that just delivers pizza. Mm-hmm. Right, not okay. un- not unlike Seamless. 
cool with that so far. But only for pizza. I missed okay. something here. This is a billion dollar company. Okay, great. Did you know that? No. B- billion? You said with a B, did you? I know you've got a bit of a cold. But a, billion. Yeah. <laughs> a billion. A billion dollar or a billion penny? Seems like a rather narrow focus. Uh, I've been there for two months and I've asked about the business model repeatedly. And no one can really answer it, but you can use it right here in Brooklyn and, and order your pizza and okay. see what it's for. But I was in a two-hour meeting from 11 to 1. Right. And 30 to 40 minutes. Math checks out. Covered where you had, everybody had to an, introduce themselves and then talk about what kind of pizza you love and hate. Wow. Um, wow. You know how those meetings are unbearable anywhere? Uh, where you got to no, meet, you got to say, I don't I'm, have any idea. I'm Darren, and you got to, you know, like, you're, you're meeting these new faces on the screen. Do you think you people are like listening to the answers, and it might have been a loaded question? <laughs> Did <laughs> like anyone... Some sort of psychological profiling or something going on. <laughs> Did anyone take issue with pineapple? Everybody's oh. answer was pineapple. Oh. Oh. Which is Now, then they got to me, and I said, well, I know this isn't what you asked, but uh, when I was in the Czech Republic 20 years ago, and I a score <laughs> and ago, I went to a pizza place and I just pointed at the menu and they said okay, and then they opened a can of corn and just dumped a can of corn on the pizza oh. and served it to me because I didn't speak the language. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. It this was, is the story you told. Yeah, and it was 2 a.m. and I was probably drunk in so Czech corn, Republic. Corn pizza. And I and I was like I don't I didn't know what was happening and like you should have seen the blank looks that I got. It was 40 people in the meeting. <laughs> but I don't I mean you go to a foreign country and you get what you get which end was that of the spectrum pizzas that you love or pizzas that you hate pizzas that I hate and then I said Brooklyn Pizza Market on Smith for my favorite pizza corn pizza yeah corn doesn't pizza. sound very good like sweet corn nibble- niblets out of a can yeah, yeah. N- niblets I kind of like pineapple on my pizza <laughs> I think it's fine. It really it polarized all 50 contributors to this meeting. Which was your desired outcome. <laughs> I don't know. They all it really polarized them? Some of them were like, that's the, that sounds no, wonderful. pineapple. Oh, oh pineapple. That was yeah. the number one answer. Yeah. Again, I say, which end? It's Love offensive. or hate? I thought you meant which end of the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> the fruit part. No, they said, I think it wasn't the question... <laughs> pizzas that you love and pizzas that you hate. Yeah. Where was pineapple in relation to that spectrum? It was everyone's number one hate. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. But I That's like it. It's important to clarify. You, you like it? Uh huh. Oh my god. You got the Hawaiian. Yeah, the Hawaiian style. Style of life there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm starting to realize, Kevin, I think after seven months now, that sometimes, just sometimes, you might be a bit of a contrarian. And I realize that based on your view of Don't Look Up. Oh. Now you're saying it about pineapple on pizza. No, I like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> he secretly hates it. No. You uh. <laughs> that movie was a piece of garbage. Wrong. My <laughs> The woman that cuts my hair was upset because she had to turn off the radio because we were going to spoil it. Yeah, I, I had no oh, defense I, against it. I Thank you again. I just want to watch uh, Soylent Green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just catching up. By the way, if you didn't list, listen last week, the comet hits the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> so no one but Chris liked it. Correct. You're the only one that liked it. So he's, who's the contrarian, right? <laughs> Chris told me not that long ago he wasn't that crazy about it. So which is it? Yeah, yeah. Now we have contrarians going head to head. Oh, see, you don't know what the truth he is. He confessed he didn't <laughs> like it. We should all just get together, watch that movie again, and get a 
a pie of uh, pineapple pizza. Get, a pie. get some, get some <laughs> with, popcorn. With corn. <laughs> mm. corn in Hawaii. We have yeah. half corn, half pineapple, mm. delivered by this like strange company that. Um, what's going on with them it's again? It's got a billion dollar valuation, and so and no one in this room has seems to have heard of it. No, I just googled mm. it. Okay, and I can't right. find it. What? Oh, well, I, who knows? I'm not good at this. I, I typed they in have pizza. W- it was like, you know, they have 1,000 employees. All over the I, all That's over it? the world. It's not a lot. Well, for a startup that only does one thing. Well, for a billion dollar company, that's not. Well, a that's lot. true. That's true for a billion dollar company. Uh, but you know how startups are like cults where everybody's way how do you too deliver into a, it? enough pizzas with a thousand people to make a billion dollars, yeah. or have a yeah. billion dollar valuation. Wow, uh, the guy is a genius. Apparently, I must know how to keep him really hot. How many are you delivering? Uh, <laughs> Wait, who just said that? Papa John's, they were going to require every single employee to deliver a pizza. Did you read that? <laughs> no, that's great. Oh yeah, they're going to get executives. That's so stupid. I, I'll see what, uh, we'll see what happens, but. They're all salt of the earth, those guys. <laughs> Let's not lose the fact that y- I think you said about three minutes ago that we lost a listener yeah. halfway through the show. I think she tuned back in. Oh, that's good. Did she's your hairdresser. Yeah. I got a haircut, can you tell? You still look like Joaquin Phoenix, though. Yeah, good. <laughs> good, good. Hasn't changed that. That's good news. Wait, you call it a hairdresser, not a barber? I call her Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> what would she call it? A hair, a hair st- stylist. Mm. Stylist. Yeah. Yeah. Coloring? It's expensive one. No coloring. No coloring. Wash it. They wash it for you, <clears throat> She asked me, how often do you wash your hair now? Did, did she go like? Did, did she raise her pitch really high? Did she go like, do you do you wash your hair a little? Just like every uh, four or five days, ish. Yeah. Does she ever put the tin foil in your hair? You see that sometimes. Oh no, no that's when they that's when they brighten the the tips. Uh, uh, the tip thing. I never knew what that was. Yeah, I don't do that. Did she ask, do you want your tips brightened <laughs> this week, this time? I said, I said no. I would say. I said I just don't want a mullet so anymore. Yeah. Regular listener though, so shout out to Joanne tonight then, yeah? Shout out to Joanna. She did Joanna. a good job. It was nice yeah. to see her. Give me hope, Joanna. She, she gives us all hope. Give me a bright tip. Give me some bright tips. I um I went through your playlists again. You gotta keep on adding to those because I found some good stuff. That's good. I'm gonna play spiritualized next. Oh beautiful. Oh. Yes, please. So Never enough time for enough spiritualized. Makes my life way easier when you help pick songs. So for that, I thank you. Okay. Who has seen spiritualized live in here? You have live. Hands being raised. Work on radio. <laughs> well, I had to. <laughs> I have. Yes, not. many I, times. I haven't either. No, you should. I you want must. To. I mean, it's too late now. Yeah. One time I thought I did, but then I remembered it was this <laughs> band Destroyer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Also great live. I got them confused really? for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, Canadian, right? Yeah. No, one's British, one's Canadian. I like that Kaput yeah. album, that was a good one. That I don't, can't think of why you would get that confused. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but let's play spirit. Were, were they good live spiritual? Uh, outstanding. I've seen them a number of times. I've been very fortunate. And of course, um, we're uh, uh, follow-up band to Spaceman Three, who broke up on the eve of uh, coming to the US in 1989. They were literally about to fly to America for their debut American tour. Had a big row, and Jason Spaceman, yeah. Jason Pierce, Spaceman, 
Uh, exactly, yeah. The link continues. Uh, to use his full name, Jason Spaceman, formed, spiritualized, and they're wonderful. I think they toured the US fairly recently, though, 2019, spring of 2019. Is his last name then. really Spaceman? I think it's, no. I think it's Pierce. Oh. But he's renamed. He's, yeah, it's Jason. It's actually, Sp- it's actually Rocket Man. Yeah. Jeff Rocket Man. That's one of those bands that gives me bad vibes. Spaceman Three, even though I like it. Yeah, I thought you would. I yeah. love it. It's just bad acid music. Not all of it, but it kind of has that, uh, like, like suicide or yeah, very sil- influenced silver by suicide. apples. Very influenced. Yeah, you, you feel like you're on a bad acid trip. Yeah, in a good way. I think wasn't there one of their albums called Transcendental Radiation. Which gives you, which is wonderful, but it gives you a sense like it of sounds like their energy. Yeah, brilliant though. Yeah. All right. Well, this is uh, spiritualized, uh, starring Mister Spaceman, <laughs> and then after that, we will play Starman. A couple of man songs. Here's Mister <laughs> Spaceman. All the woman songs. Stop your crying. Live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn.
feel so broke inside But I'll devote my life to loving you
Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Shit gets boring quick. Should we catch the listeners up on what we were talking about during break? Yes, please. Have at it. So Chris over here was saying during the break that he was an ardent fan of noted anti-Semite Jack Kerouac. (laughs) He said it in those exact words. He phrased it like that. And he said, I moved to America and inspired by I did the same. noted reactionary and hate mongerer Jack Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where are you going to go from here? <laughs> I think the uh, conversation was in the reverse, wasn't it? That you revealed to me something that I'm still coping with. Yeah. <laughs> which was a recent article you've read uh, about Kerouac's history as not only being pro-Republican, but also being anti-Semitic. And I said... <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to be I'll careful here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking too right. I said he was fundamental in inspiring me to learn and understand more about America as a 15, 16-year-old yep. reading yeah. on the road. And it was part of many reasons, but definitely one of them, that inspired me, inspired me to be here with you. Here in New York in 2022, I can. Uh, I read on the road, and it was, and along with Salinger, obviously as well, and that was absolutely inspiring and life-changing in a way. So that I'm devastated to hear what you're, um, what you've learned 
and you've just shared with me in the last uh, 10 minutes. sad. Yeah. yeah. I can still imagine them leaping down the hill, down the mountain in Dharma bums, you know, taking like 10, 10 foot gallops as they like truck down the hill. I, I was scrambling. Yeah. I was raised on those books too. <clears throat> so. But there is a thread in his books where he loves the United States. He loves it. He like he like he celebrated the culture and all the differences in all the people and states and rambling around, right? Yep. Yeah. So his patriotism, I think, was his was his kind of biggest flaw when he got older. You know what I mean? Like, Alcoholism uh, was his biggest flaw when he got older. I would say he never got older. Yeah, he didn't get a chance. What? How old was 40s, he when he died? Forties. Yeah. The article you've just shared with me, and I could only get past the f- first paragraph, was that he, he it says that he was delighted uh, to appear on a PBS show with his hero, quote, William F. Buckley Jr., who I know from my own uh, research as an outsider, mm-hmm. was one of the most dangerous far-right men in America in the 1960s. He was a public intellectual, and I think he was on all the shows, and I don't... I don't, I don't think people were protesting it even, were they? Yeah. Oh, really? they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked once, didn't we, Kevin, about um, watching YouTube videos in the general. Uh-huh. And uh, you said to me, I, you said, I don't watch much on YouTube. But one of the things I have watched and been uh, utterly enthralled by have been the debates that he had with James Baldwin, for example. Um and they've been fascinating about America at the time. There's some good uh, YouTubes of Jack Kerouac sitting next to some piano player just reading his prose as well while the guy kind of twinkles the ivories. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it must have really hit hard. How, how important and influential was he for you three in, in when big, you were 15, 16, big time. 17? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I loved um, Big Sur a lot. That was yeah. a good one. Uh, I was obsessed with uh, with Neil Cassidy, mm. ki- kind of more than I was with Jack Kerouac. Really? Yeah. And I, 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 it was Sal Moriarty for me. That's interesting. Yeah, Dean Moriarty. Yeah, Dean, Dean Moriarty. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and he was great in electric Kool Aid acid tests. Even he yeah. was the he was yeah. the bus driver. No, no one here was a Dan Snyder fan. Nope. I don't even know who that is. He was the guy they went to see at Dharma Bums who taught them that game Yab- oh. Yabiyum. Yabiyum. Yeah. I don't remember that part. Orgies and stuff. Ah, oh, the orgies. That I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking maybe adulthood would be like that. It was Allen Ginsberg. When I first read ah. On the Road. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like it wouldn't be as 9 to 5 as everybody around, you know, everybody's parents at the time. I thought maybe when you get into your 20s, everybody was just living like that. Mm. I'd never hitchhiked. Yeah. yeah. By the time no, we were... That was not a thing by the time we were of age. Oh, really? Hell no. You never, you've never done that? Never hitchhiked. I don't think I have. Why is that, do you think? It just wasn't a thing. People didn't do it. That changed after the 70s. There was too much violence. They don't stop either, so... Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> too much, yeah, too much anxiety for the person getting picked up and the person picking them up. Too much risk, basically. Yeah, I think there was a string you're, of you're crime. You're speaking as a potential hitchhiker and a driver. <laughs> from both perspectives, I... Is that right? I probably wouldn't pick yeah. one up and I probably wouldn't hitchhike. Jack Kerouac you never, s- you never see them now, do you? No. You don't. I look from everywhere. 
47 years old. 47. Mm-hmm. Oof. There's no age, is that? Handsome devil. Mm. Wasn't they? Yeah. I don't know. You know what I know? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. <coughs> I mean, Stalin was a looker. He really was. Very handsome. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Ooh, I like this one. Yeah. Darren, I like this one. Oh, thanks. It's called, it's called Stalin's Firm Chin. <laughs> Chesapeake in Ohio. got going on here what instruments are we listening to all acoustic guitar huh. wow. or a little bit of bowed electric guitar that you can hear going shoot, shoot, oh, that. Shoot, shoot. one day I'll learn to play the cello but until that day what a beautiful instrument the cello I'd like to learn just thought you ought to just put up some Craigslist posts and find a cello friend. A cello friend. <laughs> Collaborate with, you know. Uh, you mean go to their house and play their cello? Send them a song. Get them to contribute. Yeah. While you're at it. If you could choose one instrument to add to that sound, that would be the cello, would it? Viola or cello, something like that. Mm-hmm. I've tried. I mean... I can play other stringed instruments, just not, just not mm. that. A couple fiddles and stuff like that. You can play but two fiddles at once. <laughs> I could try. <laughs> Got two arms. <laughs> That's really tough. Like, like it's on your neck. Just gonna like hold them. In. <laughs> That's really awkward. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see me doing that. Yeah. You gotta really grow out that neck fat to get that in there. <laughs> Dueling cellos. Dueling fiddles. Play like yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Something. That is circa, and this is psychedelic furs. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn.
everybody we are just cruising toward the finish line uh that was the psychedelic furs and uh yeah we've had some recent deaths in hollywood in celebrity the celebrity world and mm-hmm. uh Let's pick it up a notch here and, <laughs> and apparently uh the ronettes were yeah involved in this carnage there's been a lot of really uh, significant and tragic deaths, hasn't there, in the last two or three weeks, it seems. And yeah, Ronnie Spector, uh, the lead singer of the Ronettes, uh, died yesterday. Uh, and I think uh, one of the great pop records of all time, in fact, many of the great pop records of all time, but particularly uh, Be My Baby. I think, which I always remember seeing for the first time as a a young man, maybe 13, 14, 15, in uh, Mean Streets, as the opening scenes, Harvey Keitel on his bed, and Be My Baby is playing in the background, and yeah. I've seen it a few times since, and that just has stayed with me. I just think it's a wonderful piece of cinema, and uh, yeah, I think David, was it David Byrne, maybe Brian Wilson, said the greatest pop record of all time huh so yeah um she left us yesterday and yeah one of the great voices one of the great songs one of the great bands that's one of the most copied drum beats too i read a long thing about it there was something like 50 uh, bands did the doom 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 there's a name for it i can't remember what it's called but it's so quoted and it's so copied you know well great let's uh wonderful Let's do a little tribute here. Ladies and gents, the Ronettes, be my baby.
You know that I, um, like I write a lot of the notes for the show when I'm on my, my walk in the morning or like I'll try out stuff or I'll look up like uh, sound effects to, to record. And I was trying, I was singing along to karaoke songs. Like you can look up karaoke songs on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was wondering if I was going to do a karaoke segment one of these times. And yeah. I, and I was just walking around singing uh, loud and I got busted by this lady like <laughs> 630 in the morning yeah. that was like dog dog walking singing to uh, Black by Pearl Jam nice. it's pretty pretty humiliating yeah. busted what? meaning she wanted you to stop or she busted because she thought it was funny busted like yeah like I was singing a little too loud she thought it was funny <laughs> or scary or scary it was both. But um, we're not going to do that segment, I don't think. <laughs> you don't think so? Mm-hmm. I think we should do it. Well, what oh, I was hoping... Pauline's against it. What I was hoping most of all... Yeah, pa- we'd Which have to do it in a week that she's not here for sure. Or... I mean, if, when she's here, we'd make it... Oh, I just get so annoyed yeah, when she okay. threatens to leave. Yeah, well... Yeah. But... Okay. Um, but I was hoping that the outro song had a karaoke version and mm. I could, you know, tee up Rachel C's show proper. Oh, cool. With the little vocal performance. Wow. We did do that once though, right? To close the show? No, didn't me, you and Pauline sing a song? Or was that at Christmas? We Remember humored that? it. We all sat around? We never did it on the radio, I don't think. Yeah, we talked about it. You sang Scott Walker's "If You Go Away" together. That oh. outro song. But I can't find one without the o- without vocals on it. Uh, I see. Yeah. I was going to treat you to alter to that today. What about black without vocals? What about what? Black without vocals. Yeah, I found that. Yeah, <laughs> you should Please reprise do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> reprise that. Just do it. I found that. Just not, do it. We're not going to do that. Just do it. <laughs> so funny though. I really got into it on that walk. How does it start? Sheets of empty <laughs> canvas. <laughs> A crooning version. <laughs> right. <clears throat> anyway. You think that's his real voice? Kevin's. <laughs> <laughs> has Kevin been throwing his voice this whole time? I think it is now Eddie Vedder's voice. <laughs> it's stuck. He, you know, he, yeah, he kind of forced it on himself, but. <laughs> well, because a lot of people did that voice all at the same time. You couldn't tell who invented the voice. Who else okay. could have invented it? Scott Weiland? But I think they were afterwards, but. I think, I think, uh, I think Eddie Vedder was the OG of that voice. Mother Lovebone? <laughs> Mother Lovebone. No, that guy sang in like a falsetto, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's OG, Kevin, in that context? Original gangster. <laughs> in any context OG is original gangster that's what Ice-T calls own, own goal, own own goal. oh good point good point they're kind of the opposite the OG is the coolest thing you can be and an own goal is the worst thing you can <laughs> do thing you could possibly do in a sport it's true um, uh, I don't want to make it about me but Eddie Vedder of course the only I think the only person that shares my birth day oh that's right we were born on the same day same year how many you and shows are we going to talk about this guy's birthday keep <laughs> 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 hinting around <laughs> you and ed that's right <laughs> fair point fair point jason yeah. no i had to it shall never help. be spoken about again no, well that's fine 
I just don't want to talk about anything positive on the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've, we're curmudgeons now. <laughs> A sad birthday? Sure. I didn't come in tonight thinking, how can I <laughs> lever Eddie Vedder's birthday <laughs> and mine into the conversation? Mm. It, was react- it was reactive. But well, we active. teed you up. And you, this, um, you took the first opportunity. This <laughs> note on the floor I found says, five ways to talk about my birthday tonight. Hmm. <laughs> I like when he tried to go by Ed instead of Eddie. Oh. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah Eddie's oh, a you little... you didn't know about that? He wanted to be Ed. Presumably as he gets into his 60s, he's going to be Edward. Yeah. Edward Vedder. Yeah. Edward. Do you guys think people should do that? Like, my friend was making fun of yes. Billy Crystal the other day because he's like, Billy, you're not Billy anymore. He's William. 75 years old. No, they still call him Billy Crystal. Oh, I see. He's mm-hmm. not sad. I'm, I no, he's, he to, he's got the, the distinguished thing to do is, is I'm now William. Billy Corgan tries to not go by Billy Corgan anymore. He's William now. That's dignified. Well, because his, you know. I mean, he's not. His stuff sucked. <laughs> Billy yeah. Crystal stuff was awesome. He's got to be connected to it. It's true. <laughs> All right. But should you be a Billy your whole life? I mean, your private life, call it whatever you want. But, like, he wants that money. <laughs> money. <laughs> Let's sneak in one more song and then we'll say our goodbyes. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? Should we sing happy birthday? Happy birthday. <laughs> you're hinting around at it. <laughs> Let's just do it. We're going to go. We're going to go out Ooh, like a uh, softly pushed raft mm. off of the Is that frog off of the shoreline. Soon, my friend. Yeah, beautiful. Soon. It really is. Radio Free Brooklyn. Daily Echo. Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn.
city is my church. That is M83. Quite a great band. I don't know. Aren't they from England? Anybody? No, they're. Uh, I've just. I, at first, I've heard of them, and. Uh, and you know more about France. them than anyone else here. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Antibes on the south yeah. coast of France, mm. but they now live in LA. But that's the first. I, I really like that. I thought it was lovely, and I'm going to investigate them more. They once are. Once the show ends. Outstanding. Yeah. M83. Uh, I'm here with the boys, and we are winding down. We uh, when 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 can we expect new circa? Mm. It's funny because uh, I didn't do anything from September to December. Well, you've been watching a lot of Sex and the City. Well, that I was just in an extremely deep funk. No reading, no yeah. grocery shopping, no cleaning, no leaving the apartment, no music. Yeah, t- at all. And then about a week ago, I started up new stuff. I have like eight songs. Maybe the spring. Cool. I'm just happy to be doing it. <laughs> yeah, I just dusted off my instruments for the first time in over a year. Good. I played for like two hours. It was fun. Good. Mm. So that's good that you're playing too. Um, I don't know, guys. Anybody have anything they want to say going out? Any any words of wisdom? No, I'm done. You're done. <laughs> He's done. Eric, anything? Anything at all? I was going to say... Have you guys experienced a feeling of like where you keep expecting? Like the reason I crashed, I think, in August and went through a bad time was because I thought COVID was just going to end one day. I thought it was just going to, there's going to be like a mm. a thumbs up and things would change and life would open up and everything. So then it's just like you, when it doesn't happen, yeah, I think it got mm. depressing all over again. You yeah. know what I mean? Dude, it's like dude. we waited a year and a half and you, you suck in your gut and you think it's going to. That's a legitimate subtitle for COVID. Day 684 since the first case of COVID struck New York City. Yeah. I think it's partly about expectations, isn't it? Because there's the, there's the initial impact and lockdown and shelter in place. And then there's the hope about this will be over soon because we'll have a vaccine yeah. or vaccines. Mm-hmm. And then we're now into a phase three, which is, yeah, we've got the vaccines and we're following all the protocols around mask wearing. And it's not enough. It doesn't appear to be enough. The story arc is just too complex and it's boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It used to be exciting. It was a very exciting, yeah, arc. Please be sure to subscribe to our (laughs) monthly (laughs) newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFP events. You can sign up at www.radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Stickler. Sorry. Stickler. <laughs> is that what you meant, Darren? Is that the, is yeah, the massive, massive letdown of, yeah. of it yeah. actually not getting any better. Remember when they tried to reopen New York and they did that Central Park concert? Yep. Yeah, yeah. What did they did say they? about it? I don't remember that. Last summer. What was, yeah. that, what was yeah. that phrase about last summer for single men? I don't, I don't know. It's going to be like the 1920s again? Yeah, I think so. Wait, the 2020s. Yeah. Right. Oh. Well, the point being, they had a huge celebration to reopen New York, and it got lightning and thunder, and all yeah. the bands had to quit. And then mm. it became obvious that vaccinations weren't enough. And then I think it just a horrible feeling set in of like, this is never going to end. <sighs> yeah. Big bring mind. down. Yeah. I think it's partly as well about uh, the institutions and the state that is meant to protect us as individuals and as citizens is mm. also failing and they've acquiesced to a degree where it's down to the individual to 
work it out yourselves, <laughs> yes. which is really stressful and adds to the pressure. I think that is that part of it too, in relation to the expectations plus that. We're getting dark to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to end on Scott Walker. Intro into Scott Walker, yeah. Wouldn't it be weirder if we were talking about sunshine and rainbows? And then Let's come back to it, Darren. I think it's a really good point. Next week. I'm just going to take a nap. You feel that pit inside of you, folks? That darkness? Yeah. It'll be here waiting for you if next you week. Uh, here now with Rachel C. is up next. My name's Kevin. And I'm Eric. You're listening to The Daily Echo for another Take few minutes. All right. Enjoy. Fine. All the birds that flew in the summer sky when our love was new and our hearts were high. And the day was young and the night was long and the moon stood still. For the night bird's song If you go away If you go away If you go away But if you stay I'll make you a day Like no day has been All will be again We'll sail the sun, we'll ride on the rain And talk to the trees and worship the wind And if you go, I'll understand Leave me just enough love to fill up my hand If you go away, if you go away If you go away If you go away As I know you will You must tell the world To stop turning Turning Till you return again If you ever do For what good is love Without loving you Can I tell you now As you turn to go I'll be dying slowly Till the next hello If you go away If you go away If you go away But if you stay I'll make you a night Like no night has been Or will be again I'll sail on your smile I'll ride on your touch I'll talk to your eyes That I love so much And if you go, I won't cry Though the good is gone from the word goodbye